0: hey and welcome to this week's rant cast i'm your half helpful host duncan slammy jammy mckay and with me as always is our very own better half host bronson bc corndog cornellis and uh oh hey, check this out, Bronx. Uh in the corner, hovering like an omnipresent orb of dust is our preoccupied producer, Tanner J. Albertson, which makes this what is it? Hard questions. The podcast. <sighs> That's right. Welcome back, Welcome everyone. Back. <laughs> and kind of as
1: you said, this is a uh it's a rant cast. Mm-hmm. It's a Ramblings of Mad Men cast, right? That's right. It's a special special episode this week. Mm-hmm. Um where our opinions and loose research collide.
0: That's right. <laughs> well, put. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well put. Well put. put. <laughs>
1: um. So yeah, we mm-hmm. got we got a lot of good stuff today. Do That's You right. want to you want to start us off?
0: Sure. So uh, I got a daily rando. Oh, and uh, I'd also like to kind of uh, you know say um, an apology for last night for not getting the podcast out. Sorry. Again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Technical <laughs> difficulty difficulties yeah,
1: like mental difficulties on my part, mm.
0: I know hundreds of people out in <laughs> podcast land are just raging mad this morning cuz they didn't get their podcast. So
1: nobody listens to a podcast on Milk Day. <laughs> <Today's> <laughs> Martin Luther King Day, Milk Day. Oh yeah. So Martin yeah, Luther yeah. King mm. Jr. Day. It's Milk Day.
0: Dang it, I should have Mil- chosen. Ch- I should have chosen a uh daily rando on Martin Luther King.
1: Uh, um he died at 39. Mm -hmm. assassinated that's right very very sad yeah 39
0: 39 and his speech is it's one of the few where i feel like i've actually felt really emotional during like listening to it Mm -hmm. it's a uh, it's perfect like yeah uh, i don't know i i wish that people still gave speeches like that today like i wonder how how uh how big of changes we or how how big movements would be if they just had a better voice at the head of them yeah you know That's it's a good c- point um anyway, let's move on to the daily rando. I'll quit beating around the bush <laughs> okay <laughs> uh so for all those of you out there in the world with a pulse uh <laughs> last <laughs> night was a uh a super blood wolf moon, and uh i was I was home with my family and we we went outside and watched it well. And it was beautiful. So what happened, what a super blood wolf moon is, is uh, it's a solar, or er, sorry, an, a, a lunar eclipse is what it is. Yeah. So the the earth is obstructing, is, is standing in the way of the beams of light that are hitting the moon. And it creates a slow shadow that falls over the moon. And it's beautiful. Yes. You got to see like the little bite taken out of it right so
1: yeah like in the beginning it was just like the the bite taken out mm-hmm. right and i thought that was it and it was beautiful because it was like upside down too and i was like wow this is really cool yeah i went inside because i was charging my camera and when i went back outside the clouds were covering it and i never saw it red Oh. which makes me so because i didn't know it was supposed to be red i would have oh like yeah. sat outside for hours if i knew it was supposed to be red mm. but i thought i had seen it all so i was like oh cool Sorry. and then i saw pictures this morning and you're like, Dow! I'm ready to go punch somebody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I should have. I should have told you. No, I s- you
1: did. You're the one who told me to go out and look at it, and I did. You did your job. No,
0: I, well, I should have been more descriptive. You I Should have been more pacific. Pacific. I was. I was driving in the car when I first saw it, and I was like, "What is going on?" Like, and then I was like, "Oh, my Bronson, they're really
1: pointy right now." That's right.
0: That? <laughs> <laughs> my spine is ripping out of my skin, and I'm very hairy all of a sudden.
1: Is that what happens when the yeah. spider out of your skin? <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, interesting thing about the super blood wolf moon is uh, the Native Americans believed that they could contact their, their ancestors. I, th- I believe it was the Paiutes okay. is, is who it was. And so, as soon as the, the moon was fully red, they would start praying and chanting for their ancestors. And... Uh, Anyway, it's really and it's pretty cool. It w- this was last night was especially um powerful in that regard because yesterday was my grandma's birthday <gasps> and I was with my dad and my gr- my grandma passed away mm 5 years ago. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. And so, anyway, it was just kind of cool sharing that time with my dad and uh, he was like, "I love you, mom." And that was kind of our our uh, our version <laughs> maybe a little sacrilegious. <laughs> oh, for the, for the Paiutes. But, yeah, yes, so... the, the
1: Goshoots, Paiutes, Shoshone, Navajo.
0: That's right. Yeah. They The moon <laughs> is over them all, too. <laughs> <laughs> and you everyone mean. with a pole. <laughs> everyone <laughs> with a pole. <laughs>
1: so, if you missed it, you didn't see it. That's right. Like me. <laughs> I saw, like, the boring part of it, I mm. guess. But it was still cool.
0: But don't worry. It'll happen in another 19 years. Well, like, so. it
1: happens... In other parts of the world, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Because of how the things line up. So as long as you're traveling, you can Mm -hmm. probably see it very often.
0: Get your uh, unlimited flight passport deal with the airlines, Uh, and then you can see. Airlines. Airlines. (laughs) Airlines. That's right. All right, Duncan,
1: should we get into this? (laughs) Yes. Should we get the blood pressure rising? Let's do it.
0: (laughs) All right, you start us off.
1: Should I start off? Okay. So my my rambling and my rant Mm -hmm. is on... Something that nobody can agree on that everybody hates, I Mm -hmm. think. The United States government. (laughs) Round (laughs) of applause, everybody. Yay. Yay. So, um, I'm just going to get started. Mm -hmm. Just lay right into this. okay? So, as we can tell, the government of the United States nowadays is this massive entity that takes tons of money from us and just wastes it all and never gets (laughs) anything done, is what it feels like. Yeah. Um, And there's some reasons for that. Okay, hmm When uh, the Constitution was written, it was outlined what the government was supposed to do, mm-hmm. right, and so here are a few of the things, okay, obviously, provide for the common defense, so right. have a defense basically mm-hmm. um because they figured that's something kind of hard for individual states to do, so we'll have a federal government to mm-hmm. do it for the whole like collection of states right right makes mm-hmm. sense um and all these are in the first article in the ex- eighth section of the Constitution, and it also says that they're supposed to pay debts regulate commerce between states and other nations, coin money, and a few other little things, basically, is what it talks about. Mm-hmm. That's it. Hmm. That's all the government's supposed to do, Duncan.
0: Wow. Yeah. The the rest is just up to us.
1: There hmm. No, it's not. The <laughs> rest has just been added Okay. for no reason. Hmm. This is why it is my rant and my ramble. Okay. Because it makes me quite angry.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay well, uh, explain what you mean. Okay. So...
1: The government was established under the premise that we are supposed to be free men okay, in, mm-hmm. th- in, this, in this country and be able to um, do many things for ourselves and be, able to and be able to have a diversity of wealth among the United States. Okay, and not have any of that be influenced by the government. Mm-hmm. That's why the government is only supposed to basically provide for us and make money for us and do, like, um, interstate, um, international, like, trade and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They're supposed to be, like, in charge of that. Um, and when you look at it nowadays, they have their fingers in healthcare and they have their fingers in education and mm. workplace safety and housing and y- driving your car. And, I mean, <laughs> they have a law that you have to have insurance mm-hmm. f- to drive a car. Okay, so it's just mm. – sorry, I'm trying to calm down. <laughs> They've – They've just kept stretching their hands and putting their fingers into our business, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Can you think of a real, honest, good reason why every driver on the road should actually have insurance for their car? Mm. Besides, like, I mean, I guess it's a good thing, but at the same time, it's a free country. You shouldn't have to pay for something that you don't want to. Yeah. Because basically what happened was a bunch of attorneys and big companies thought of this idea like, well, what if we made every single person driving on the road, because driving, as they saw, was starting to get bigger, what if we made them have insurance? Hmm. Let's go talk to the government and see if they can, you know, pass this law that if you're on four wheels on the road, you have to have insurance. And that's what happened. Mm -hmm. We're not, that's not in the Constitution. We're not supposed to have that. (laughs) This this is just this huge thing of government that shouldn't have existed in the first place that Mm -hmm. now does. Right, yeah. Okay. So, and the problem with it is that the whole idea that the Constitution was written under is that the government does few things, and it does those few things very well, right? That's the whole idea, because it's just like a person. Like, when you only have four or five tasks to do, you do them good and well and fine. Mm-hmm. But when you have 400 tasks to do, you're spread a little thin, right? Yeah. And you can do some of them well, and some of them y- y- just don't happen, right? right? Yeah. Um, that's what's happened with our government realistically, um, as a whole, not necessarily as um, individual like state governments, because those mm-hmm. are those are a little different, because your individual state government runs like your public works, mm-hmm. electricity, water, sewage, uh, trash removal, mm-hmm. all that's super important, right? But that's individual by state. That's mm-hmm. not big government stuff. Yeah. So when you think about it, as much money as we, sp- as the government spends for us in just these stupid, frivolous things, it all... Comes back to what we have to pay them. Hmm. Like, have you ever looked at <laughs> your yeah. ever looked at your work stubs, <laughs> your stu- like pay stubs? Yeah,
0: that's frustrating. Yeah, that's it's <laughs> a joke. It's a joke. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they
1: shouldn't even be anywhere near taking that much money from us if they only had a few things to do. Mm. You know, yeah. if the only thing they were doing was printing money. And in charge of defense, you how much your your taxes on <laughs> <laughs> on your bill would on not y- on your bill on your pay stub would go down? Can you imagine? Like
0: that'd be way nice. Be so oh minimal, man.
1: so 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 minimal. Hmm. And then there's things like um, housing taxes mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which they just pulled out of their butt. <laughs> it literally is just to make them money, and they don't make money; they lose money. That's all they do is yeah. lose our money.
0: See, but I think it's I think it's interesting that you know, like when America was first founded, we escaped Great Britain to flee, like, you know, the taxation. the taxation and yes. and then all of a sudden, you know, the the British, you know, they taxed the United States like, you know, like w- crazy, and and <laughs> finally we fought off the British because we didn't want any taxes, yeah. and and the colonies
1: turned into the states because they didn't want taxation without representation, yeah,
0: right. mm-hmm. and. I don't know. Taxes, I guess n- their dream was to get away from a place that had taxes, but I feel like taxes are in some ways a necessary evil if you if you want to pay your government. Yes. I, if your government was not a uh I- you know like a volunteer um setup system, mm-hmm. then there's, there's you know th- there y- you got to have s- stupid programs like this in order to pay them. Mm. And that's the other thing is People that are in the government are—government. Are I just government. said government. <laughs> Jeez. The people that are in the government are paid so, so much. Yes. And, and for, for like nothing. in <laughs> other places, like teachers—we'll get to this later—are um, paid dirt in comparison. Nothing, yes. And like, uh, I don't know.
1: Well, think about it like this. Uh, like, congressmen uh, end up making their own salary. And it's like every, th- like, two or three years, they're passing a new bill of, uh, to raise their salary. I mean, these people are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Yeah. Some of them, I think the highest, like, I don't remember if it was Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. Oh I don't remember, but making upwards of $300,000 a year.
0: Jeez. Off of Man. us for doing
1: w- a normal job. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like, okay, I understand it takes, like, a, a smart person to do these mm-hmm. things. But at the same time, it should be almost like the premise of, like, what teachers are. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much you have to volunteer your life to be a teacher because yep. you're not going to make that much money. That's yeah. what government should be. You should be volunteering mm. your life. Even though you're getting a little bit, let's say, $40,000, $50,000 a year to survive, yeah. the president of the United States should not be making any more yeah. than $50,000 a year.
0: Period. Well, and so— Because it's I not d- like he needs it. I mean, it's not
1: <laughs> like he doesn't have a house to live in or cars or anything. Right, I mean
0: yeah. Sorry, I go ahead. <laughs> You're good. And I think like with these uh, these high salaries, I think it's supposed to motivate people to 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 bring out the best in people and have them be in our government. Sure, sure. But that's not always the case. We it's have like pol- politicians can be some of the most sleazy, lying dirtbags that yeah. there are in the world. It's true. But like, they, I, I don't know, like if if it was a volunteer basis, how many of that, how m- how much of that would change to them doing it out of just. Pure love of the place in which they live and the betterment of their society.
1: It would only work if you took some of their power away. Yeah. Because with the power that they have right now, any corrupt man would love to volunteer and do that. But if you take the power away from them Mm -hmm. and bring them down to the only things they're supposed to be doing, which is print money and defending us. Yeah. Then real people would actually volunteer mm. who really want it because everybody else would be like well i can't do anything sure I, like yeah. i can't be a sinister person by mm. going and working for the government so i might as yeah. well not you know fair um
0: and th- that's kind of the flavor i get with voting right now you know like yeah. voting these days there's th- the populations of you know every state are just huge they're massive now yes and so one tiny vote doesn't really sway like like
1: and even less if you live in a overpopulated state like california right yeah yeah
0: and i mean we're shocked if if they're if if votes between two candidates are close with like within a couple hundred like that that's a close call yeah but like it's never between like oh had i just had one more vote from a person and since you know it it, it's hard to 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 see the importance of your stance as a voter it's true like these days because i mean If you don't vote, then, you know, it's probably, like, uh, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? I do, yeah. And
1: uh, and I have another example that goes along those Mm -hmm. lines. Um, Social security, right? Sure. Something that the government made up to tax us some more money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It makes sense, you know, take money from the young workers and give it to the older people who can't, or the people who are disabled who can't work. Yeah. Right? I mean, it has some ground to it. It makes sense. But the way that the social security is being spent right now, by the time you and me reach the age when we can cash out o- on it, there won't be any left, uh, Yeah. right? Because, mm-hmm. of because of a lot of things, because of how much they've brought it down and how much they regulate it and how many more people there are to, to need it and mm. take advantage yeah. of it, you know, and how many less people will actually be paying into it by that time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you and me are paying Social Security on every pay stub, and it's something that we will never get. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, much guaranteed. It's stuff like that mm-hmm. government that pisses me off like we we as people as the people of the United States work very very hard in m- in many cases for mm-hmm. the things that we have sure the government just kind of sweeps that into a giant like trash can mm-hmm. and most of it gets wasted yeah and it doesn't really actually go back to the things that they're intended to like you know help us with um, and so things like education I think education should be privatized 100% yeah because maybe th- this is something, like, the government, I think, could do. They could privatize education but put a law on it saying that it's supposed to be non-profit. Hmm. So that means that, like, Google, for example, would be able to, um, like, you know, take care of education for five states or something like that. And they would, like, you'd still have to pay for education, but it wouldn't be as much because o- Google would only receive back what they spent on it. Okay, right? yeah. So it would be, like, a level playing field. Hmm. But... The benefit of doing that is then education can actually just shoot up yeah. into mm-hmm. the atmosphere because right now, every dollar that you spend on your pay stub towards the government gets spread like butter mm-hmm. across all these stupid <laughs> government programs, yeah. and only a little bit goes to education, whereas if we had a company like, like Amazon running education, mm-hmm. then they could spend as much as they want, and they get that exact amount back, non-profit, sure. and it's it creates like this endless um like possibility of mm. how good education could be in the S- United States
0: so uh, and the the example that i'm pulling up from this is the the Tesla school can you can you tell um can can you talk a little bit more about like what the Tesla school does and like what sort of benefits do they have of of uh, having their own school basically mm-hmm. that that teaches like the skills that are important in in making and designing and And, you know, programming future Teslas. Yeah.
1: Thanks for bringing cars into this. No problem. I knew it would happen. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd make it. So so Tesla has a a couple of programs, a couple of different schools, where they will send technicians or they'll accept technicians into these schools, Mm -hmm. um, train them on how to work on electric cars, hybrid vehicles, um, electrical systems, all this stuff. And then they'll send those people under contract to a work uh like environment like a Tesla repair store mm-hmm. or even like a Tesla factory like engineering and developing to repair these Teslas. So, so what happens is Tesla puts forth the money for you to study for free. Yeah. Okay. And learn these things and what you give back to them is a few years of your you know I think it's like 2 or 3 years of of like mandatory, like basically you're going to be working for us, mm-hmm. right? But it's not like a mandatory, like, oh my gosh, you're like, you know, punishable by death type thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, look at this awesome opportunity you mm-hmm. have, you know, to not have to pay for education, yeah. learn something, have a skill, have a trade, and be able to grow in an industry, right? S- yeah. So Ugh. that's what you're saying with education mm-hmm. is like, is kind of apply the same thing, like put into it what you get out of it yeah. type thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And if the economy was set up so where your, gov- your, your schooling would be paid for in as much as you work in with a business so the business is paying for your school yeah but you are paying the business by doing their work right so um it, you know if if education was taken uh, taken care of by the business and then there was some overflow like a little um like i don't know 20% goes to you to use for like uh you know your own personal wants desires whatever yeah. that way um that way, you're getting the education you want. You're setting up a future career. Y- you know, y- you you're planning for the future in I- like uh, the 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 years to come, mm-hmm. and, and acquiring the skills that you need then, and still making money so that you can survive and rent a home or something yeah. like that. And That's so, brilliant. what
1: we're trying to say is, n- we don't want to have a, a free society. Mm-hmm. We want to have a trade-off society when it comes to education. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Because it's so 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 very important, and I think America's like. 36th most educated you know first world country Yeah. which is terrible terrible yeah. terrible terrible, terrible. <laughs> like we boast ourselves up so much but America really is just
0: we're behind in a lot of things very yeah.
1: very behind we're number one in prisons no, like um, <laughs> people put in prisons per capita I think really I think that we're number okay. one on that um, so America. it's it's sh- shameful honestly Yeah. honestly what we've done what the government has done to this country is, is so sad because mm. <sighs> You think of like standardized learning that we have in America, Mm. it's so terrible, doesn't work, um, Mm. it's been the same for the past hundred years, you know, stuff (laughs) as many people (laughs) as you can into a classroom, teach them the same thing, doesn't matter Mm. if they're good at learning that or if they need to learn, because people learn differently, some people are visual learners, some people are kinesthetic learners, some Mm. people learn by listening, some people learn by doing, sure. Mm-hmm. You can't just stuff everybody into a classroom and expect them to come out with the same understanding. Right. Yeah. It's like telling a fish to climb a tree, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get to more of this in, in just a second. Right, right, right. Sorry. Um, but in the meantime, I have a question for you, if, okay. if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. So do you think, I- so w- we get in our time machine, okay? Beep, 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 beep. We go back to the uh, the day of the signing of the Constitution. Okay. And, we, you know, we have just a couple hours of footage of what our government is doing now and the, <laughs> <laughs> the bills that we've passed and the things that we're working on now, what do you think the Founding Fathers, what, what their reactions would be to how the government is run today?
1: I think they'd be ashamed. Yeah. They would be appalled, honestly, because what they had in mind was just this, this freedom and taxation only where it needed mm-hmm. to be and, and applied only where it needed to be because when you really think about it, the taxation that we have nowadays, much of it is w- without representation. Like the social security, we are being taxed, but we won't be represented when it comes to comes to the point where we want to use that. Hmm. And it's and it's that way for many things. Like uh, like I love national parks, but that should be a state-run thing as well. Hmm. It shouldn't be I have to pay money for a park that's in Maine or whatever sure. when I never even get to yeah. see it or mm-hmm. you know yeah that's fair stuff like yeah, that. That's fair. Um, so. I Really think they'd be very disappointed in what we've come to because it really when you get down to it It is taxation without representation. Yeah, which is the whole reason we got out of the got out of Britain, mm-hmm. you know yeah. um, It's maybe not as extreme mm-hmm. Because that'd be like, you know, let's say the United States starts taxing Puerto Rico But we never even touch the place or look at the place or you know, we, like yeah. we Even go to war with it even worse, <laughs> but we still tax it. That's kind of what they did to us So it was yeah. a little extreme on their part but, it, I mean, I don't see how people can't see it nowadays. Yeah. Like, we're paying for the president to receive so much money <laughs> and drive around yeah. in these, these limos and all this crap when, realistically, he doesn't even have that much power. He's just kind of no. the face of the United States. Yeah. When, when you get down to it, like, can you imagine how many advisors and people he has working for him and lawyers that actually make the decisions about oh, yeah. what he does every day? I don't know. It's, it's a pickle for It's sure. really frustrating yeah. for me. So um, I don't know. What do you think they? How do you think they would feel if you brought it to the founding fathers? Just a video, just well your little <laughs> iPad.
0: Well, first and foremost, I'm sure they'd be shocked with how you know, how uh, <laughs> how uh, far it's come. Like y- you yeah. know, at how um, how many things have been added on top of the government. Yeah. Like um, the new bills or um, I, I I don't know. You uh, see, like.
1: Laws are important, mm-hmm. but government like programs and like sanctioned bodies are are too many sure. is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, you know yeah, like it's important to have laws for our country, and that that's part of you know that's part of the understanding mm-hmm. of the Constitution, but when it comes to the federal government, like there's just so many programs yeah. like mm-hmm. stuff that it just doesn't even uh, we don't even need it, I feel like mm-hmm. like it could be privatized in many, many situations and just go mm-hmm. to a a company or mm-hmm. you know somebody who's willing to you know start something up to to do this or that or whatever sure.
0: I think in some ways some of the the new adaptations are necessary in some ways because I mean the the founding fathers were planning for a a nation that was 13 states right yeah. and and like uh countryside houses <laughs> where you you milked cows and stuff like that no one had any idea that cars or planes or anything like that were sure. in the near 200 years mm-hmm and so there there are just so many things that they just could not have even comprehended at the time that we now currently have to deal with and uh, <laughs> i don't know and we're we're not all impoverished you know su- we're we're surviving we're living we're breathing but um i mean it it is very interesting to think like it, it, i don't know th- think think about what they would what they would think of uh today you yeah. know uh-huh. um maybe let us know listeners uh if if you have any thoughts on uh what the founding fathers might think or if you even care what they think then that's fine too let us know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh we want to hear from you
1: okay yeah yep. so Duncan I have a question for you okay um this is the first time and probably the last time I'll ever talk about politics in my life okay <laughs> cuz it just boils my blood mm-hmm. um but let me ask you um uh with which party do you politically affiliate?
0: I won't answer that. Dang it. <laughs> 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 yeah, sorry.
1: I'll answer it. Okay. Um, And maybe the listeners could have figured it out by the way I've mm-hmm. been talking and saying the government should be privatized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I am actually kind of a libertarian. Mm-hmm. I think that government in most most of its fashion should be abolished completely mm-hmm. and should be privatized. I mean... State governments are so 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 important. I think that's where the future lies. Mm-hmm. Like a state government that can, you know, take out the trash and get water done and take <laughs> care of the parks yeah. that are in its state. Right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. We need that. I'm fine with paying that. Um, but federal government is this huge monster that has overstretched its boundaries and put its fingers where they don't belong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think we can see, like the the effects of that, the results of that because like when was the last time we had uh, a federal government election like voting for a president where everybody agreed we all want this <laughs> person <laughs> yeah
0: never never
1: and when was the last <laughs> time that someone was voted into office that mm. everybody liked him never, mm, never. Mm. and that's because of the way that the mm. government is set up yeah. it's because of how much power that person has so people get scared yeah they get scared mm. like I see what this person's done in their past life or maybe the things that they're talking about, and I get scared, mm. so I want to lash out against them and get them out of, um, like, the seat that they're in, whether it's president or whether it's lower.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
1: want to get them out because I know how much power they have. They shouldn't have that much power <laughs> in the first place. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. They shouldn't have that much power because if they didn't, we wouldn't be as worried mm-hmm. about it. We could just elect a person, like, understand yeah. that the hopefully they're going to do a good job mm-hmm. and be able to have self-checks within the government. Um, so that they can do that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think that's why news and everybody has always hated, you know, Clinton and Bush and Obama mm-hmm. and Trump, and they will hate the next president. And the next No one's ever going to like a president <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever, yeah. ever, ever, because mm-hmm. of the power that they have, because yeah. of the power that's in the federal government.
0: But th- So um, while you were saying that, I w- my my mind just kind of jumped to some of the most impactful presidents that we've had in the past, mm-hmm. um, you know, s- since the united states was founded sure uh th- you know presidents like abraham lincoln come to mind of course sure. and george washington or and whatever people
1: are like abe lincoln yeah, yeah. that guy was dope mm-hmm. he owned he <laughs> owned <laughs> slaves you know but it, i know that's what they did at the time but
0: n- you're not y- gonna find one person who's perfect no it's not and possible and oh. it's n- i don't know if it'll ever be that black and white again like no. an, a very very evil man versus just like this, this god yeah. you know uh it and I you know what? I'd say JFK
1: was mm-hmm. an awesome president, and mm-hmm. I bet many people liked him. But mm-hmm. then you have to remember, he literally got assassinated. <laughs> yeah. he, somebody literally Some shot r- him in Somebody the hated them
0: that n- uh, enough to kill him. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I know that had a lot to do with maybe the Cuban Missile Crisis and all that, but whatever. Like, mm-hmm. there's never going to be a person that is going to be loved by everybody. Sure. Except mm-hmm. Jesus.
0: I do hope. Yes. You're yes. right. <laughs> 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 I do hope that, no president will ever be assassinated ever again. Sure. Because, yeah. I, I mean, not to say that I don't agree. Like, I, 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 I don't necessarily agree with our current president at all. <laughs> but, yeah. like, I, I would never wish him dead. I, I would never wish that he gets assassinated or, or killed. I mean, I don't, that's I
1: don't. That's a person, still. Yeah, you that's know? still a person.
0: Yeah. And, you know, he's not waking up every morning saying, like, I'm going to ruin the country. You know, he's waking up trying to do the very, very best that he can. Mm -hmm. So regardless of political view, um, they are trying to do their best that that they can, whether they're a dirtbag of a person or not. And
1: sometimes what they don't realize is doing the best that they can is not doing anything at all. Yeah. Like, like I'm not a fan of any president, but I didn't like Obama, especially because he did Obamacare, Mm -hmm. which is like totally out of the bounds of what the federal government should be. They should not be at all touching health care. It's not in the Constitution. It's unconstitutional. You know, and that's why I didn't like him, for example. And then the reason I don't like Trump is for other things. And the reason I didn't <laughs> like Bush is for other things. Yeah. I'm a libertarian. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, I good. just hate them all. They all suck. <laughs> it's just because mm-hmm. they have too much power. And That's literally it. Um, anyways... So if <laughs> you want to write to me or you know send me a death threat, that's fine
0: too. <laughs> Just no assassinations. <laughs> Just please. no
1: assassinations, please, because we're all we're all people here too. so, <laughs> and so we y- talked a little bit mm-hmm. about education. Yeah. Um, because I wanted to talk a lot about education, but I realized that the problem with education is the government. Because everybody always says like, <laughs> everybody always says. Awesome ideas of how to fix <laughs> the education system in America. Yeah. Nobody ever does it because there's no funding. Because <laughs> it's all spread into everything else that the federal government has. Right. right. Makes right. sense. Um, but that's kind of your. You want to talk a little bit more about that, and I guess I'll kind of throw in the things I wanted to talk about in it as well. But why don't you? Uh, why don't you uh, tell us what you're thinking about it, a little bit along that line, a little bit along other lines. So um.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah um. So. Let me let me preface this with my own high school experience. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so my freshman year, you know, I got to high school. I was petrified of how hard it was going to be <laughs> and how hard the classes were going to be. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 w- I got through middle school without doing a lick of homework, you know. <laughs> and so my work ethic was in the toilet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was a scatterbrained, just lunatic, kid that mm-hmm. that was just now going through puberty I was in probably the most awkward phase I will ever go through in my life I hope it's the most awkward phase because it was horrible <laughs> <laughs> like um, and I just I felt stupid I felt really really behind in in school because I did not know how to do my homework I couldn't pay attention in class and I ultimately I, d- I did okay I I flopped <laughs> through high school you, you made know, it out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I in the end I think I got uh so my senior year I got a 3.8 GPO, uh, GPA. GP- GPA.
1: G- GPA, GTO and your G- PTP T-O. and your PhD. <laughs> 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 That's right. Yeah.
0: So I mean I d- I did okay in the end but yeah. and I never failed a class until senior year. But that didn't stop me from feeling um permanently behind everyone. Okay. And uh um, I think the biggest contributor to that was because the focus was not so much on me learning the material as it was me getting the grade, right? right. So, getting so at the end of each um, term. So there are four terms, and you know, in a high school, and then two semesters. There's first semester where you have first and second term, third term and fourth term are in the second semester. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so my biggest hate is directed towards grades. I think they are necessary. They're a necessary evil. But they just oh they do the r- they're d- they're just doing the wrong things yeah. for for students uh-huh. I think. Um, Tell f- me about it. What are they? You doing? follow me? Yeah, yeah. So, um, picture this: you're studying for a test that you have tomorrow, and uh, you've been to class and everything. But you know it's going to be a hard one, and you cram like crazy tonight. You know, you mm-hmm. you learn all these vocab words. You you know you get like these uh, equations that you need to apply on the test that you know will be there, or uh, all, like all the terms and all that, all the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And the test comes, you remember everything, the test is done, you crumple up everything in your brain and then throw it out, right? You oh. don't You don't keep that, let's no, be honest. No. No. And because that's
1: not how the way your brain is made to work. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay, keep going.
0: <laughs> um, and so what happens is you go to college and all of a sudden it's a level up from that class and you needed to remember that stuff and you didn't. Yep. And so you do the same exact thing. You cram again, you throw it away. So by the time you graduate college, you really haven't learned much <laughs> at all except how to, you know, just kind of slide through grades in classes, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. y- maybe, maybe you've learned. I've learned more in college than I have in high school because I've been forced to do the work. Yeah. If you don't work, you don't, you know, you don't get the grade, yeah. um, which is good. But
1: I, I get exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. because I remember back in high school, the times when I actually learned was when I had, like, almost mini, like, epiphany moments in classes where, like, my interest would be sparked on something, and I would have a question about something. I remember this happened the, the most in my human biology class with the Landers, mm-hmm. and she – I don't know if it was the way she taught or if it was, like, the subject that I was so into, but, like, like, I would learn things – and then it would, like, spark my interest about something where I would go and, like, find that answer on my own, and I would remember everything along the way because it was interesting to me, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. I wanted to learn it. Yeah. Whereas I'm over in math class, and I'm just, like, trying to remember these steps on how to do something that I can't apply. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything to me. And when like you said, when the test is over, it's gone. Yeah. Like I don't. My brain's not going to remember it because it has no like neural connections. <laughs> yeah. It was just in like the RAM memory of my brain. I just yeah. got to remember it till the test is over. You know. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. I think the biggest problem with schools is that they're not trying to get you to remember things. They're trying to get you to just cram as much information as possible, mm-hmm. which is terrible because, the best thing that they could do is teach you how to learn, and teach you when you want to learn. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that has to do with your interests a lot of that has to do with like um, your levels of of work it is required Mm -hmm. but I feel like you know everything would increase all the numbers of everybody would increase if they just focused on getting you to learn how to learn and remember (laughs) yeah yeah and for me it was like little epiphany moments where I like Mm -hmm. thought about things or like when I was in an art class and I'd be like I really love drawing this way mm-hmm. i want to draw 400 more things like that yeah what's wrong with yeah, that yeah is nothing is like i i can <laughs> learn and i can understand but once i get to the end of that i'm going to remember everything mm-hmm. and then i'm going to find something else that i want to learn yeah mm-hmm. so i understand there are basic things mm-hmm. that need to be taught um but not in the way that they're being taught i think it's so ineffective yeah so so ineffective
0: and it, I'm, I'm not going to say that it's all on teachers i mean i think some teachers are
1: they do the best they can with what they got. D-
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, except for some. Except I know some yeah. are just <laughs> uh, terrible. Some are just, you know, <laughs> learn
1: it, forget it. T- uh, learn like it, test it, forget it, I guess.
0: They became teachers because they hated students and wanted them to die <laughs> and <Yeah>. suffer. <laughs> yep. They exist. Uh <laughs> but but, and, you know, these grades, are they are important because that's how the, the school shows um, how good of a school they are, you know? Sure. So ranked on a national level, like, oh, we we have, uh, you know, a 65% uh, with a 4.0 average. That's a really good school, right? or Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it, it doesn't show exactly how much the students are retaining valuable skills that they're learning.
1: Yeah, it, it means and almost nothing.
0: Yeah. Which and is terrible. I mean, th- we're talking private school here. I don't know about, uh, like, or charter w- schools. Oh, you mean public way. school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, although I I do have kind of a rant on uh, why I think public school is important and why I would like my kids to go through public school as opposed to... Is it a social <laughs> thing? Yes. Okay. But I won't go into that. But w- maybe we'll talk about it another time. I think
1: there's a place for homeschooling and charter mm-hmm. schools and private schools. Sure. Yeah. Um gotta be really careful though yeah it's a a fine line that you're straddling their parents that's right
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you may think you're doing good but i i would be careful because there's there are some very very valuable skills that you can pick up sad thing
1: is if the public Mm -hmm. education system was better we wouldn't have need for all that yeah you know and and it would give parents who are in you know sticky situations better options if they could send their kid to a school where they're actually going to excel and learn because it's not based off of the individual's understanding and aptitude. It's based off of what you're required to learn in 12 years, basically, Mm -hmm. which is just doesn't make any sense. (laughs) We all have to learn the same thing. What? And then as soon as you (laughs) get out of high school, nobody does the same thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. Everybody goes a million different ways. So why is the public education system all in the same? It's all running down the same stream, the same river. It should be like, like yeah. it should be like streams in the Amazon rainforest, just numerous mm-hmm. and like infinitely wide. Yeah,
0: the the problem with that is, how do you govern it? You know, like in this case, if y- if you don't get the grade, you know you how you govern it. How do you, govern you
1: privatize it? Because then you get the money oh. and it works. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. It's the when you d- when you don't have the funding. Mm-hmm. All you can do is stamp out students. Just put them mm-hmm. into a mold, stamp them out. Mm-hmm. You know, take their brains out, mush them <laughs> how you want them to be, like in the, the correct shape, and stick them back in. That's all you can do when you only have when you when you're on a budget. Yeah. When you're not on a budget, you can let people think on their own and <laughs> learn on their own. Yeah, that's why I'm saying the creative solutions to fixing the public education system would be to privatize it. Yeah. would come from privatizing it because mm-hmm. the, the money would be there. I guarantee you the money would be there. And it would make... It would work. It would work. (laughs) Gosh, it would work so well.
0: It's interesting stuff.
1: Want to talk about truth a little bit?
0: Yeah. Or trust? Uh, Truth, trust, and uh, believing what we believe. Hmm? Laying on me. All right. So... this semester at college, I am taking a philosophy class, and oh it's oh great! Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's good. It so we we've had we had a lecture just this last week that just really y- it really opened up my brain as 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 far as um seeing things for what they they really are and and things that we take as truths, things as, uh, that that we take as uh, standards in the world okay. that are really really loose and and i'll i'll use science and uh, well I'll, I'll use science and religion as an example okay um so he talked about he's like um my professor wrote god up on the board mm-hmm. and he's like not christian god not any god just god supreme being. supreme supreme being right and uh, so god and science were the two different categories and uh, you're either as a person or a listener you are either uh with science fully or with god fully yeah. or somewhere right in between right <laughs> you're just <laughs> you're like a philosopher <laughs> you, you don't take a stance um but uh you know religious people would uh argue that there's a lot of evidence for god and mm-hmm. and um faith and 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 all these things are are the way to know the truth of you know of the world whereas science uh would say that um Experiments and theories and testing those and seeing evidence of of those things existing is is truth yeah. um but really if <laughs> if you if you wanted to get the same level of oh, oh so, so both cannot be completely proven all the way sorry yeah, i'll 'll say true. that first that's yeah, true so I- if if someone were to say like uh you believe in god show me god to to where is he like tell me where he is
1: you believe in atoms like show me an atom
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah same thing show me
1: the forces that hold atoms together (laughs) and keep them from exploding all over the place yeah yeah
0: quirks and whatever the show me the dark matter dark matter I want to see it yeah I want to touch it I want to feel it (laughs) the (laughs) thing is (laughs) dark matter is you know we have evidence that it exists but you cannot know for sure that it exists and yet people take science and and these things um like uh, they they say like oh obviously that's the 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 truth in the world when really it's just as unfounded as religion is you know and uh, mm-hmm. un, unsolidified yeah um, and I'm sorry if that if that offends people I I don't I don't mean to offend I I am a religious person I believe a lot in science as well I believe in science um, <laughs> I, ble- I believe in science <laughs> um, but it's the goal of humanity throughout the course of your life to find truth right yeah and by by any means possible. So that's why we have so many weird quirky beliefs in 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 the world is because everyone's going their own route to to try and figure out truth. Mm-hmm. And um anyway, so that was
1: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like this huge spectrum like anywhere between like superstitions and complete like believing in a god mm-hmm. to f- like philosophy and completely believing in science. Yeah. It's like this huge spectrum and the whole thing the, the whole definition of it is trying to find truth or understanding mm-hmm. of our universe. Um, but like you said, it when you go to the both extremes, there's less and less evidence <laughs> as, as you get more yeah. extreme on both ends. Yeah, That's just how it is. Mm. Um, but may I offer a creative solution? Absolutely. Instead of a, a line with an extreme on one end of religion and an extreme on the other end of science, think of it as a circle. Hmm. With one point being religion and the other being science. And we are on like the bottom half of the circle, like the bottom half of a ring. You can go kind of swing up towards a religion or swing up towards science. But when you swing all the way up to the middle, ding, you understand it all. Hmm. It's like nirvana. Okay.
0: okay. So that's the, the the pinnacle of truth. Is that the top Is of it the sphere? It's the top of the sphere. Nice. Yeah. We've
1: got to stop... You remember my fifth dimension theory? Yeah. we got to stop ter- t- like thinking of things as lines, mm-hmm. as humans. We love lines. Lines <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, beginning, end, right? Beginning, end, yes. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Everything is circular, <laughs> spherical.
0: It's round, man.
1: If you want to hear about my fifth dimension theory, which holds quite a bit of water if you ask me, <laughs> because it's my theory, <laughs> then uh, write to me, and I will send you my little dissertation that I wrote on That's it. That's right.
0: It's fascinating. It, it'll blow your mind. H- have we not talked about it on the podcast? No.
1: I thought that we did. I decided not to, because I don't know how to describe it. I kind of have to show it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: C- well, I guess I could describe mm. it, but it's a little bit... I'd rather have people like look at something while I describe it, because then they understand it a little better. Yeah. You know, so...
0: You dumbed it down pretty good for my dumb little brain, so I think you. Did, could did do you it. get it? I I got it. Okay. I think yeah. yeah. So um, probably not the full extent that you would like me to get it, <laughs> but I I think I get the gist of yeah. what you mean. Um, yeah. So so, uh,
1: so basically, if you're looking for truth, don't. What was I trying to s- say? Don't just be satisfied with one thing. Um, for maybe forget a little bit about what you can see and touch and focus a little bit more on on what you can feel that's what i would say yeah because let's think about einstein for a second when he came up with um (laughs) like these laws and theories they were just shots in the dark Mm. realistically yeah they were feelings i feel like there's a reason why this happens with gravity Mm -hmm. or like um (laughs) newton was like (laughs) I have a feeling like there's something pulling me towards this Earth, and <laughs> <I'm laughs> yeah. pulling this apple towards the <laughs> Earth, you know whatnot. <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure. I mm. got this feeling though. Yeah. Focus on your feelings a little bit more, and I think you'll get farther than focusing on what you can see and touch. Yeah. On both ends of the spectrum, science mm-hmm. and religion. Especially yeah. with religion, but yeah.
0: Like, I th- I think where we find some of our best questions is kind of letting our minds wander, you know, not mm. not like studying things out or like. Uh, really, really, uh,
1: not taking your, your, um, like the points of information from what you can see and touch, but taking it from what you can create in your mind.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty pretty
1: hippy dippy, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But I mean, like where, where your feelings take you, you know, Mm -hmm. like that gut feeling, there's a reason why it's right a lot is, uh, I I don't know why, but It is. Like when you're taking a, a standardized test in the public education system
1: and you're like, there's an A, B, C, D, E or whatever <laughs> choice. And you're like, oh, I think it's C. And then you like, overthink it. And you're like, no, it can't be C. It's got to be this. And mm-hmm. you're like, no, no. And then you're like, I'm going to do A instead. You get the test back. It was C. Go uh. with your gut. Gosh dang it. Go with your gut. You're not stupid. You know dang what you're it. doing.
0: Thanks, Bronx. Yeah. I don't know if you were talking directly yeah, to me. It was me more or of ever.
1: talking into the mirror myself. Yeah, the mirror back on all of civilization. Because yes, right. We all do that. I feel like yeah. With Mm -hmm. many other situations, not just standardized testing.
0: You're not you're not dumb. You're loved, you know. Just follow your feelings. Just
1: follow your feelings, man. This is like the most hippie cast we've ever done. I should have brought my John Lennon glasses.
0: Yeah, Uh, my singing bowls. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So um, should we move on? Let's move on a little bit. Mm -hmm. We are um, letting this episode go over a little bit because. Mm -hmm. We can do what we want. That's right. No government's going to bring us down. <laughs> <Gold> um, <laughs> we had a question from a listener last week that we couldn't get to because of time. Do you want to take this one
0: away? Sure. Um, I will do the, the very best that I can. Okay. So how long would it take an astromo- astronaut to walk around the moon? Thank you, listener. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, you, uh, you know what? You can just go ahead and read this.
1: We'll just. We'll say it plain. He's about to read something. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So
0: if it sounds like it, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, the Apollo astronauts managed a walking speed of about 2.2 kilometers an hour, which is around half of the typical speed on Earth.
1: So that's, l- we'll how that's fast we walk on Earth? Three miles an hour? Four miles an yeah, hour? Yeah, three to four. So basically mm-hmm. two, like three one to five. two miles an hour. That's pretty terrible. Yeah. Was that because of their suits? Probably. Probably. Because, like, with less gravity, you'd think you could push off a lot quicker and go faster. But, Mm -hmm. like, it's probably because of their suits. Yeah. And probably, like, being scared out of their nuts because it's like, (laughs) if I step too hard off this planet, I might fall off into (laughs) (laughs) space, you know?
0: Well, and, uh, you know, if you look at them, they don't really, like, walk. They kind of bounce. bounce. I think that's because of the suits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I would imagine so. But I mean,
1: I bet Elon Musk could make some really nice like thin, slim suits mm-hmm. that we could wear out there on Mars or whatever. He should, yeah, he should do it. Dope. <laughs> Sorry, I'm ruining. Okay, keep going. You're good. <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, 2.2 two two kilometers an hour. Uh, this is uh, partly because of the moon's lower gravity, like you said, Bronson. Yeah. Uh, that gives you much uh, much less traction on the ground. Um, but the Apollo spacesuits were never really designed with long-distance hikes in mind. Makes so sense. Yeah, yeah they makes I sense.
1: mean, they literally brought a car mm-hmm. to drive around the moon. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, so a 2014 NASA study looked at the theoretical maximum walking speed on the moon, uh, finding that you could walk at 5 kilometers an hour before you would need t- to... Um, break into basically, like, a, uh, a, a lopping run, pretty much. Like so, c- so, like... Or a hopping run. I can just see
1: the, the speed walkers, like, with the hips. You get that <laughs> hip <laughs> movement, and like, goes all the way up into the shoulders, you know? <laughs> that's right. As they're walking down. Mm. At mm. some point, you just got to, like, like start running. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. what they're talking about.
0: Gotcha. So, uh, at this speed that you were talking about, mm-hmm. um, you would be able to travel at 10, 10. N- so 10,900 s um Kilomet- wait, km km just KM. kilometers i guess kilometers circumference of the moon in 91 days of non-stop walking 91 days K- so in in Ooh. our world around
1: the world in 80 days is is a feat mm-hmm. right yeah like when it comes to like boating or flying or whatever um I mean, theoretically, you could hop in a plane and be around the world in like two and a half days. That's boring. Yeah. But like <laughs> walking, nobody would ever freaking try that. There probably have been people. Yeah. But I'm they're sure. they're probably you know
0: dead crazy. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the ocean because they couldn't walk. it.
1: That's right. Yeah. 91 days around the moon. That's walking speed, though. What if you had a horse?
0: Hmm. How how fast would you say a horse travels? A
1: lot quicker. On the moon? Ten miles an hour. Yeah. So if they're if they're pumping out a good three or four miles an hour on foot, I'd say a horse could probably do twelve on the moon. Twelve days? Twelve miles an hour.
0: Oh, twelve miles an hour. Mm.
1: Yeah. So just third the time basically is what I'd say. Third or fourth the time. So it would be about thirty days. Thirty days, more yeah. More or less. A month a to month? take a trip around the moon, that'd be That'd be pretty
0: cool. That would be on horseback. On horseback, yeah. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, send us funding so that we can be the first to ride on the moon horseback. This is <laughs> some stuff that I want to know about. What are the chances that we can make
1: the moon, like, inhabitable by, like, I don't know if it's taking oxygen up there and creating an atmosphere, but creating an atmosphere on the moon so that we can, like, um, live there. Hmm. You know? I wonder how possible that is or if like the gravity's just weak enough that it couldn't hold an atmosphere and that's why it doesn't have one. But yeah. like mm-hmm. the atmosphere on Earth comes from so many things like the plants and the pollution mm-hmm. and the seas and all that junk and all sure. the life, right? Yeah. So if we just took a ton of life up there and like all of the juices and gases that they make just <laughs> bottle it and then one day just open all the bottles, <laughs> would it create an atmosphere?
0: <laughs> Maybe. Well so I think I think with the the gravity that you were talking about like the uh the atmosphere would be really far away from the surface of the moon, I feel like okay um, because if you think about earth it's i mean it's pretty tight like pr- pretty pretty close to the t- to the to the earth if you think about it it's like a mile up or something um, which if you think about it given spa like how big space is that's teeny. Yeah, that's like just a smidge.
1: So how about we create an artificial, like, skin, almost like a greenhouse around the moon that will be able to hold in enough gases to sustain sustain life? Because, I mean, realistically, we can ship crap up there. We can, Mm -hmm. like, send water and, like, start making lakes and whatnot and send trees up to create oxygen. That's not the problem. The problem is keeping it on the moon. Yeah. So either we'd have to increase the gravity of the moon so that it can hold an atmosphere, or create a greenhouse around the moon so it can hold mm. the atmosphere, like an artificial, like, like a shell, basically.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I was reading somewhere about China's development to grow, like, trees on, on a climate like Mars. Right? Yeah. So they're decreasing, like, the oxygen levels or something like that, or adding more CO2 or something, and then, like, I- growing trees in just this dusty, maybe, horrible... Maybe nitrogen. Nitrogen. Nitrogen yeah. is
1: good for grown stuff.
0: Yeah. Um I'll I'll look into that and and maybe and we'll talk about that next episode. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. How cool would it be to have the moon
0: so w- like inhabited? Yeah. That would be amazing. As long
1: as the federal government's reach doesn't reach up there, I'm fine with it. You know? <laughs> 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 Avoid taxes up there. Jerks. <laughs> who who have we decided who owns the moon? Is it just kind of like nobody's allowed to own it? The U.S. put a
0: flag on there in which the is the most presumptuous thing I've ever. It heard. is. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like it w- that. Really, <laughs> seriously, was like lifting, it, like pulling your pants down and like mooning, mooning the world, the world <laughs> on the moon.
1: But yeah. like, if we get to the point technology-wise that we can do that and mm-hmm. have a sustaining atmosphere on the moon, who who gets it? Is it just going to be like an Antarctica thing where nobody gets it? I think it will. Yeah, like nobody can own Antarctica, but you can go there and do research. That's all you're allowed to do, basically.
0: The, the space station, the the, inter international
1: space station, ISS. It's just a clump of different. No one really owns
0: that thing. I mean, well, they have their own sections. They have their own sections. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it's all like one conglomerate of, just like. But how do you think that
1: would fare, like like laws and standard wise, if that was the moon? Like, if we covered it with apartment buildings, mm-hmm. how, how weird would it be when you can, like, look out your window and <laughs> see, like, a Chinese building next to you with completely different laws, mm. where they're only allowed to have two kids in space, but you can have a, fu- a thousand in your building and nobody cares, you know?
0: I petition for a new country, a new world. Yeah. I
1: say we just Antarctica and the moon are connected. They're the same. They have the same government. Whatever rules Antarctica gets, the moon gets. Good with me. Basically <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> yeah. One that has works, polar <laughs> bears. That no, works. actually, penguins. Polar bears are on the north, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any polar bears on the south.
0: No. And there's no penguins in the north.
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. Yes. All right. We have a would you rather question, and then we will stop. We promise. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Uh, uh, Duncan. hmm Let me try and explain this as well as I can. Would you la- Would you rather let a stranger decide on a tattoo to put on your body? Like, they decide whatever it's going to be, whether it's, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog or, like, I Heart Mom <laughs> or, like, you know... An anchor? Bill Gates, hire me. I don't know. Just whatever. <laughs> you know, GoFundMe. They get to pick the tattoo, mm-hmm. but you get to decide where it goes. Or would you rather let them decide where it goes and you get to pick the tattoo?
0: I pick the tattoo. You pick the tattoo? Oh, yeah.
1: So, like... Let's Okay, just give me something off the top of the head you that you would pick.
0: Uh, I think it would be sweet to have, like, an eagle or an something. Eagle, okay. But if they choose, like, my butt cheek.
1: What if they choose your forehead?
0: Uh, oh, then I'd do something really small. <laughs> do I have to choose, and then they choose where I put it? I think so. Oh, that sucks. I think so. Okay, I'd just pick something really, really small, then. Like a period. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is that a mole you have on your head there, Duncan? It's a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Tattooed my eye.
1: Or you could Ooh. have, you know, a picture of like, or like some seriously—I can't even—just a stupid tattoo, like just a bad rendition tattoo. But you get to pick where it is. So you can hide it basically.
0: Mm. But I mean, y- you can't hide it always. Like, I mean, unless you put it on like your butt cheek. But even then. If you're on the moon, mooning the world, someone's going to see that. You know, <laughs> the telescope and be like, <laughs> hey, hey <what? laughs> cut that out, you <laughs> ugly butt tattoo
1: man. Would the moon become a national park? Oh, gosh, I yes sure hope not. National parks are so strict, you can't even spit into the wind without <laughs> getting fined.
0: <laughs> I'm glad they exist, though. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. yeah I just wish they were state-run, yeah. not, mm-hmm. not government-run.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Good question. What what would you you pick?
1: Hmm. I think in either order, it's the tattoo gets decided first and then the location, right? So I think I would want to see what the person would want for me, the stranger, Mm -hmm. because maybe it wouldn't be that bad. I don't know. Maybe there's like some good in somebody's heart out there that they would pick a good tattoo for me, and then I could decide how good it is and, and display it accordingly on my body.
0: Would you let me decide what tattoo you get? <laughs> yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I think I would. Okay, I would. I would let you. I think uh, you. You have good taste. Yeah,
1: but we're not strangers. We? We're not strangers. Unfortunately.
0: <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: talking about when it comes to the tattoos. Because oh, if we okay, were strangers, okay. I'd let you pick mine.
0: Oh right. Okay. Uh, no, I thought you were just. Never mind. It. I'm.
1: S- I'm worse off for I knowing wish I you. I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Without further ado, we will close this thing. So if you're upset by something or have something to rant about, you should probably write to us. We want to hear from you. We're looking for your input on what we can do better. So uh, DM us on IG with at HQ the podcast or email us at hardquestionpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, so, yeah, we can toss your ideas around and uh, laugh at them as we plan and put our... And then toss them out. And then toss them no, out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nope. We we try and get to all the questions and comments that you get to us. Yes. And,
1: and if we've forgotten your question, we probably had it on a podcast, and then we couldn't get to it time for time reasons, mm-hmm. and we forgot about it. So Send it again. Send it again, mm-hmm. and we'll put it in, we promise.
0: That's right. Yep, and uh, with that, we will say goodbye. Have a great week, and thanks for tuning in. Yep, bye.